Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. This is part one of what may actually become an entirely new show called The Unreasonable Patriot. For now, you can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide. Get there in a hurry because they're removing things like you wouldn't believe. On the web, evillawyersguide.com. Thanks to everybody who emails me all the time from that site. I appreciate it. I read them all and I take some of your suggestions. Uh, and on Twitter, at Evil Law Guide. Uh, as always, everything I say on this show is intended for entertainment purposes only. And if you're not entertained, I don't care. It's not legal advice. And don't use this legal advice. If you need a lawyer, hire a lawyer. If I sound funny today, it's the pollen. I don't have the Rona, but I do have uh, the pollen. So what I want to talk about is the... Jeez. Uh, okay, I got some stats for you, all right? And this is interesting. Uh, apparently, the coronavirus is so intelligent that it targets Democrat-run states at a... 300% higher rate than Republican-run states, which, uh, okay, oh, just on the deaths. It's, it's only double on the infections, but on the deaths, it's, it's triple. Uh, I, I find this really interesting because I didn't know that viruses were sentient beings and that they could um, target people based on their political affiliations. And I'm sure that somebody out there is going to say, well, this is proof that Donald Trump cooked this thing up in the basement of the White House and designed it specifically to kill people who are uh, who identify as Democrat. <laughs> but I, I, I'm kidding. I, I don't really think that's the case. But the facts are that um, as of the time that this data was, was put out, which is a couple of weeks ago, uh, 66,000 people had died in Democrat-run states, and 19,000 people had died in Republican-run states. Now, you know, I'm doing the math fast and loose, but that's three times. Three times in the Democrat-run states versus uh, the Republican-run states. And the Republican-run states are not all over there, you know, where there are no, uh, there's no contact with New York City. I'm talking about Massachusetts. I'm talking about uh, Maryland. I'm talking about um, West Virginia. Uh, anyway, and the Democrat-run states that have the really high death tolls are not all are not just California and New York. There's New Jersey. There's Michigan. I mean Michigan. Um, there's Illinois. There's California. There's uh, Colorado. There's Washington. There's Virginia. There's Minnesota. Um, so you have to ask yourself, why are there so many more dead people and double the sickness rate in the Democrat-run states than in the Republican-run states? Now, I promise the whole show is not going to be about this, so don't tune out yet. But I want to make a point here, okay? Either the virus is intelligent and targets... Republican or Democrat-run states twice or three times as much as Republican-run states, or they're screwing with the numbers. Now, I think they're screwing with the numbers, and here's why. The Democrat-run states, by virtue of their fiscal policies, are broke, okay? 
they're either on the verge of bankruptcy or they're they or they're they're broke. New York is broke. California's broke. Washington is broke. Oregon is broke. Louisiana is broke. They're looking for a federal bailout. And this is why if you pull up the statistics, no one has died in any of these states from anything but coronavirus for the past few months. There hasn't been a single car wreck. There hasn't been a single suicide. There hasn't been there there have been no deaths. Well, now they're starting to be suicides because they're putting those on the uh, statistics to try and show that now they need a mental health bailout. These states are looking for money. The Republican-run states are more fiscally responsible. They don't need to borrow a bunch of money. I mean, Florida has the same population as New York. In fact, it's a little bit more. It has a lot more elderly population than New York. But their deaths are under 2,000 at the time this data came out. Now, I know it's different now. Okay, it's a little bit higher. But watch for all the Dem states to go to Mama Fed for more money. And that's going to involve giving up more of your rights if you live in those states. And it's also going to involve the people who are Democrat-leaning who live in the other states, like the state I live in, Texas, quit messing with it, asking for the same thing and willing to give up their rights. So now we're going to get right into the Unreasonable Patriot show And the unreasonable patriot is based on one thing and one thing only, and that is give me liberty or give me death, not give me liberty or give me convenience. That's Patrick Henry is the guy who said give me liberty or give me death. And um, I'm the guy who said give me liberty or give me convenience. Listen, I don't believe that. I don't believe in giving up my liberty for convenience. But a lot of you do, and you're probably not listening to this show anymore, but a lot of people want convenience more than anything. And what is more convenient than having an all-powerful you know, government tell you exactly what to do, what to think, what to say, where to go, where you can't go, when to open, when to close? What is more convenient than that? You don't want to make up your own minds? You want to infantilize yourselves? Go ahead. Don't expect the rest of us to do it. You guys that flee California and New York or whatever, especially California, You flee California for Texas, and then you immediately start a campaign to, quote, turn Texas purple. You elected the assholes who ruined your own state. You come to my state, and out of habit, you want to elect more of the same assholes. Look, your liberalism is a sickness. You can't stop voting far-left liberal any more than an alcoholic can have three shots and then put the glass down. You're sick, twisted individuals. You need to stay Stay home. You, you've got stay-at-home orders anyway, so stay there, stay home. Unless you're Elon Musk. We, we welcome you to Texas. Bring your money. Um, Franklin, Benjamin Franklin. Remember that guy, Benjamin Franklin? Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety, although he probably said neither because it was way back then, and people talked like that. Okay, you're giving up essential liberty right now to purchase a little safety that is absolutely temporary. You're not under quarantine. You're not under lockdown because that's going to keep you from getting sick. You're under quarantine and you're under lockdown because that's going to keep the state's ass out of hot water when they cannot provide enough help for all the sick people. If, And I say if because it's a big if. If Texas didn't get hit like New York, we have hubs here. We have just as many people flying in here as those places have. 
and we didn't get hit like them, then, you know, okay, liberal person right now who's saying, but y'all don't do any testing. Well, you don't have to do testing when people aren't sick. Your system doesn't work and ours does, so quit trying to change the systems of everybody else. Look, this country is about 50-50, Republican-Democrat. When I was younger, you know, Republicans and Democrats could be in the same room with each other without blood being spilled, but it's not that way anymore. We don't have any kind of reasonable debate anymore. It's all sensationalized, and I blame one thing for that, and I blame mainstream media. We're going to talk about those assholes in a minute. And I'm trying my hardest not to say the F word and get flagged as explicit on this one because I want more people to hear it. So if I say it, or if you hear a really bad edit because I have no engineers today, thanks for being shut down. Although I think I can go get my hair cut now if I wanted to, which I don't. Um, you want to give up your essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety? Go ahead. But like Franklin said, and I agree with him, you don't deserve either one of them. You don't deserve liberty or safety. You know what temporary safety is? It's temporary. It's not safety. Safety is safety. Temporary safety is hiding for a minute. And that's what we're all doing. We're all hiding for a minute. I got my own, and I'm not going to go into it, but I've got my own preparations for when I go out. And, you know, and I'm not going out nearly as much. And I, it's because... I'm afraid of getting sick. I don't want to get sick, and I figure if I can make it until there are less sick people around, even though there are not many sick people in my part of the world, Dallas, Texas, but if I can wait until there are a lot less sick people around, I got less chance of getting it. I am personally taking the responsibility to manipulate the odds as I see them based on the information I get and I don't get it from watching mainstream media, CNN, MSNBC, even Fox, any of those assholes. I dig for my own information. I take the time to get my information. And I make my decisions based on that information. I take full responsibility for them. If I happen to have uh, a hard time breathing because I have a mask on, I take responsibility for that. Because I figured I would rather wear the mask and have a lower risk of getting sick than not wear a mask. You know, and if you believe that your bandana is going to protect you, you've never been farted around. Cloth doesn't protect, okay? But it's not like you can buy a mask now anyway because Amazon won't sell them to anybody but the government. Go to Amazon.com and try, try and buy a mask or try and buy some rubbing alcohol or try and buy some hand sanitizer. I'll wait. See, it says uh, it's being reserved for essential personnel. You're not essential. You may think you're special little snowflake and there's nobody just like you, but that doesn't make you essential. And, uh, you know, unless you think I'm just laying all this, look, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I'm an independent. But more often than not, I vote against the Democrats. So, but unless you think I'm laying all this on them and this is all the Democrats, this and that, hey, the Patriot Act was the biggest rights grab in recent history. And the Patriot Act was, uh, it was a bush. You know, uh, and all that bullshit in the Patriot Act was drummed up to supposedly protect us from another 9-11. It does not. All it is is, once again, a lot of people gave up their essential liberties to purchase a little temporary safety. Do you feel safer that you can't have a nail clipper on a plane? 
I mean, if I were flying on a plane with terrorists, I would feel a lot safer if I could have a firearm. But I do what I can with a nail clipper, I suppose. We've turned into, look, the nanny state has turned us into, and you know who's responsible for the nanny state? Parents and grandparents. You guys didn't want to raise your own kids. You turned them over to government schools who raised them to be little whiny bitches. And the little whiny bitches need to be told what to do because they didn't really have a mommy or a daddy telling them what to do. And they got all their what to do's from the school, which was a surrogate and an employee of big government. Yeah. Now you listening? So now we have See Something, Say Something, which is Snitch Nation. We have people like Mark Cuban hiring snitches, allegedly, and I assume it's true because I saw it on the internet, uh, to check out the restaurants in the North Texas area and see if they were following the law. And if it's not true, you know what, Mark? Uh, hey, I'm saying allegedly, so you can sue me if you want. We've turned ourselves into snitch nation. You can't put anything on Facebook that doesn't follow the autistic robot billionaire's determination of what people should hear without someone snitching on you and you get your Facebook shut down. You can't put anything on Twitter without the same thing happening. Uh, Where are you going to get your information? I mean, for a while there, if you didn't like mainstream media, you could go to YouTube, you could go to Facebook, you could go to Twitter, you could actually hear what people really said and then form your own opinions. Now, they're all censoring what you can put on those platforms. So you can no longer get anything that hasn't been filtered through the colander of mainstream media. Well, mainstream media belongs to the same companies that are owned by the same guys who are trying to push all of these agendas on us. And you keep voting for the people in the government who are in those guys' back pockets and they're pushing the same agenda. Stop voting for these assholes. You know, you can always stop voting for Facebook by going to an alternative platform. I use MeWe. Um, and this is not an endorsement for MeWe unless they pay me. Twitter, I don't know. I don't know what the alternative is for Twitter, but I'm sure somebody will send me an email or call me 844-EVIL-LAW and tell me. Um, YouTube, you know, on YouTube, they demonetize you if they don't like what you have to say. They remove your videos if they really don't like what you have to say, and they ban you for life if they really hate what you have to say, Alex Jones. Hey, I'm not going to say that Alex Jones isn't kind of nuts, because in my opinion, my opinion, my opinion, he is kind of nuts. But for them to remove him from YouTube, that's, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, these have all become the de facto town square. And the reason we have the First Amendment is to protect what you could say in the town square. And it wasn't to protect it if it was nice. It was to protect the worst things you could possibly say in the town square. We don't have town squares anymore. Now we have virtual town squares. Someone someday is going to get the Supreme Court to recognize that. But so far they've refused to. Now there's a couple of judges who have mentioned in comments I'm not going to use the legal word for comments because you're not lawyers, and if you are, then you already know what I'm talking about, mentioned in their comments to various decisions that they think that social media has become the new town square and might ought to look into whether or not the First Amendment applies. Well, I know it does, and I know it should. And having been censored and shut down and shut up a whole lot of times, I can tell you right now, if a case doesn't come along that applies the First Amendment to the social media town square, then eventually the only thing you're going to be able to get is information from mainstream media and information just like what's on mainstream media, but from social media and YouTube. 
And when the only information you have is the information they control, and the only information you have is bad information, the only decisions you can make are going to be bad decisions. Really, not necessarily bad decisions, but they're going to be decisions controlled by somebody else. If someone controls all the variables that you have access to, then they, by, by right, control your decision. You can t tell somebody that you only have two and two. What do you get? Well, it's always going to be four. If you're spoon-fed the same information, everybody's spoon-fed the same information, 90% of the people are going to come out with the same decision. For instance... The other day, Obama in a State of the Union, no, not State of the Union, because he's not president anymore, in a commencement speech that went out to a gazillion uh, high school seniors who I'm sure have already been indoctrinated into that camp anyway, called Trump incompetent. Donald Trump, the president, President Trump. I should stop calling him Trump, even though, well, anyway. Um, the headline Obama's not the president anymore. He has no business calling the current president incompetent. I don't recall Ronald Reagan calling Bill Clinton incompetent. I don't recall either of the Bushes calling Bill Clinton or Obama incompetent. I don't recall any president in history, at least that I've been around or that I've studied, opening their big fat mouth after they're no longer president and calling the guy who's currently holding the office incompetent. But hey, you know what the headline was? The headline is Trump has uncontrollable outburst after President Obama insults him. That's the headline. I'm reading it right off the screen right now. So I, w I pulled up, went to YouTube, I pulled up the Trump comment, and Trump said that Obama's administration was incompetent, very calmly. But when you see the headline... Trump has uncontrollable outburst about President Obama. They, they don't call him former president. Listen, Barack Hussein Obama, you're not the president anymore. So they don't, they don't label him correctly as former President Obama. They don't even have the decency to call President Trump President Trump. They just refer to him as Trump. The disrespect is real. It's obvious, and to lesser minds, it's persuasive. That's the main issue. Very few of you have an excuse for not finding, not digging up your own information. Very few of you have an excuse for the level of intellectual laziness and incompetence that you just turn on whatever channel most closely fits your feelings. And we learn from the Bible that the heart is full of it on all, above all things. Your feelings to get your filtered information telling you how right you are. You know, just because someone tells you you're right doesn't mean you're right. You could be completely full of shit, and most of you are, and some you'll find somebody somewhere who's is equally full of the same shit that you are, and they're going to tell you you're right. So you turn on, if you're really full of shit, you turn on MSNBC. If you're mostly full of shit, you turn on CNN, and you hear how right you are. You hear that Trump has an uncontrollable outburst, and you think, we should 26th Amendment this guy. We need to get him in. A, he needs to be in a straitjacket. He doesn't need to be in the White House. But do you ever go and listen to what the guy actually said? He actually said Obama's administration was incompetent for eight years. And he walked off. Probably has more important things to do than talk about the guy who used to be president. 
but the guy who used to be president is sort of important right now because the guy who used to be his vice president is asking for your vote to be president. Or maybe, I mean, sometimes he asks for your vote. Sometimes he asks for pudding. I don't really know where his head is. Uh, I know where his nose is. It's always sniffing some underage girl, but uh, that's beside the point. If you get your media filtered, if you're too lazy to dig a little bit, if you're too lazy to pay attention, I had the same thing on on one of the uh, Donald Trump uh, task force briefings. Yeah, they're three hours long and they're hard to watch, but if you want to make an intelligent opinion about something, you need to watch that. It's really hard for me to watch Barack Hussein Obama get up and address the nation's seniors. But you know what? If I want to form an opinion about it, I need to watch it. You don't have to even watch the whole thing. You can fast forward through half of it, you know. Form your own opinion based on what someone actually said, not on what you heard someone said by somebody who has their own agenda. You don't think that MSM, you don't think that Fox, you don't think that all mainstream media has their own agenda? And Fox, I'm talking to you too. You're just about as bad. You're not fair and imbalanced. If you, if I didn't know better, if you switch the letters on the crawl underneath CNN and Fox, I'd have a hard time telling you which was which half the time. So what is the answer? I mean, if you flee from mainstream media because they're so full of shit that, you know, you, you, you can't watch them anymore, where do you go? Well, everybody's gone to tw- uh, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Well, it gets, takes us in a big circle back to what I was talking about earlier, which is Facebook censorship, Twitter censorship, removal of accounts that they don't like. Or they've removed mine. Um, not the one I'm, not the current one, actually. The uh, the one I'm going to tag again here in a minute before I, I wrap the show up is still still valid. These people want to only give you certain facts and thereby control your opinion, and your thoughts. They don't have to put a chip in your head to do that. You don't need a tinfoil hat to avoid it. All you need to do is open your peepers, watch the actual conference press conferences, the actual videos, the real data about viruses, the real data about terrorists, the real data about gun violence, the real raw feed data, and then make up your own damn mind. And if you don't agree with me then, I'll still respect you. If you don't agree with me based on what you hear that's gone through the colander of mainstream media and, you know, the powers that be, and, you know, maybe we'll talk about those in another show, the people that run everything, I don't have any respect for you. Your opinion isn't your opinion. You're a parrot, and you need to shut your, you know, I almost did it. You need to shut your mouth. Anyway. I said it in the beginning, and I'll say it in the end. You can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyers Guide, for now. On the web, evillawyersguide.com. Keep sending those emails. I read every one of them, and I reply to some. On Twitter, at Evil Law Guide. And yeah, sooner or later, I'll get around to tweeting, if I have anything to tweet. We're about to come. Uh, we're about to release a YouTube channel. Um, it will be demonetized, and I will be begging for money on Patreon on the YouTube channel because there's no way YouTube is going to let me run ads on this channel because I say things that they don't like. And with that, have an evil day.